right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, yo. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome once back to the incredible, great, fantastic, and all those other adjectives types to describe this show, the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hit List, along here with my man, 100 Years. Charlie Chase, baby. Charlie Chase, baby. How's it going, Charlie? Everything's good, my brother. How are you? I can't complain. Even if I did, it wouldn't make anything better. Of course. Uh, That's your motto, right? That's one of my mottos. Nice. That's Uh, one of them. Friday. uh, Friday's always a good day. Weekend's here. Uh, another uh, another day closer to uh, NFL Sunday. Yes, which is you know we look but forward I, to most. I see that you're all Yankee out today. Is it, is it that time of year? You start busting out the Yankee gear. I always wear Yankee gear all the no, time. The, the fitted, yeah, I've seen. I've never seen the. Remember shirt, that though. time I defeated you in pool? How are you going to? Why are you going to associate Yankees to beat me? In because pool? I wore another Yankee shirt, a Henley, oh. that day, and then you said, "Oh, you going to the game or something?" And remember? Oh, all right, now all right. I remember, now see. I I always wear Yankee gear, and the, and the Yankee, cool. and the Yankee hat. Stop staring at me. And the Yankee hat is. Uh, uh, it's kind of hard. Flex. I know. I know. I'm kidding with you. Uh, the Yankee hat is like it's, it's always a go to with mine. It's, I'm kind of. It's like it's like you know, like Fred Durst. You never yeah. seen without a red one. Yeah, L O Cool J without the hat. You know, without the Kangos yeah. back in the days. Yeah, with a hat in general. Some people are weird without a hat. But are do you fit that mold? Like, are you like weird looking without a hat on? Is that no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not weird looking without a hat. I'm just. I'm just more comfortable with my hat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've just always been a. a, a a cap kind of guy. Yeah, and the Yankee fit is a New York classic. Yeah, blue Yankee fit. Go. How in, many in, would you say you've owned in your lifetime? Oh, Yankee fit is. Especially over, over under, can we put it at like 10? Way over. Well, you also sweat. Exactly. Right? I sweat. So you like, must run through them. A tremendous amount. Especially yeah. during the summer. Like, it, it, you could see, like, I buy one, and then, like, in the summertime, like, probably good, like, week or two, you start seeing sweat lines around the hat. Yeah, yeah. Because I sweat that much. And if much. the Yankees are winning, you just ride it out until... Till it starts walking. Down. I I am superstitious in certain ways. I am. I do have my superstitions. Do you? Uh, kind of, sorta. It depends. What does it depend on? I mean, it depends if it's working or not. So then you are. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I would say. No, nah, I I find my superstitions on a couple of different. Like I'll things. be that I'll be that guy on the couch, like watching the football game and like changing positions. Like, all right, if I if I lay on this side of the couch, maybe they'll score. You know, I don't so. know if I do if I lay on this. I I do like. Oh man, ever since I moved to this side of the couch. I, uh, I, they've been doing good. So I can't, I've like that. Like, I remember, yeah. I remember when I used to work at this club and I used to work the door to make sure that everybody paid, right? Mm. And the cashier girl, and this is back when I used to smoke too. You know, I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. But when I used to smoke cigarettes, uh, I had a giant yeah, I, slider. I don't remember you smoking. Dude, was, no, no, yeah, you haven't seen me smoke. Yeah. But like, you know, even during this time, well, when you and I reunited as friends, I, I quit smoking as well. But I was smoking for a long time. But anyways, um, I, I quit for my wife. Uh, Good job, Anita. I, I had this uh, this Giants lighter that I bought, like a cheap one from Seven Eleven, something mm-hmm. like that. But ever since I bought it, the Giants went on a winning streak. Ah. And I remember I lent it to the cashier girl at the time because she went to go light a cigarette, and then she took it that night. Like, just not took it, but forgot to give it back. What happens? Old lighters. Mm-hmm. 
And I literally hit it up. I'm like, yo, this is gonna sound stupid. I get it, but I'm kind. I'm really superstitious with certain things. When when there's when something's going good, I want to try to keep it going. So I really need that lighter back. They had no problem. I'll get it. And I was about, no, you have no idea. The Giants are winning. I really need this lighter back. I don't care how mad you get at me. And she's like, oh, just a lighter flex. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But my superstition really wants that lighter back. Yeah. I got the lighter back. Giants won the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they won the Super Bowl that year. And then you lost the lighter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, I can't keep it here. <laughs> it's just like when my friend uh, last year, when we were, remember when we went to go see the Giants game at uh, the Cowboys game at Studio Square after mm-hmm. the day after my wedding? Yeah. And then they lost. And my boy Zimmel, he was like, oh, the Giants are on one since Anita and Flex got married. And then they lost again this year. Like, oh, that's it. They're on a losing streak since Anita and Flex got married. The streak is real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, party people, a lot to talk to about today. As always, here is our Friday show. We're trying to get you. We record this on Friday night. Uh, depending on when we air this, it'll either be Friday night or Saturday morning to get you prepared to set your lineups for Sunday. So, as always, we're going to just dive right into it and keep it going for then the who's hurt. As always, going to start off with that. So, in hearing who's hurt, uh, let's go by the list right now. Devontae Freeman ruled out for this game again. He was at practice this week, but with a non-contact jersey. He's still mm-hmm. trying to get over that knee injury he got in week one. For you guys to pay the second round pick for him, I feel for you. Yeah. Hope you got Tevin Coleman out of that, though. Yeah. I was just. I mean, you're not going to get Coleman as a handcuff unless you because Coleman was going pretty early in drafts. Yeah, but Coleman's not just a typical handcuff. Coleman's even right. even he, if Freeman's he's in, he's a type even with Freeman in. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Lashawn McCoy again limited at practice today, wearing a non-contact jersey as well. McCoy mm-hmm. says he will play, but head coach Sean McDermott is a little less reluctant to say that. He says we'll see. It's going to be a game time decision for you, shady owners. Uh, Doug Baldwin, for now, it looks like he, you know, he's off this list for now. We'll see how long he stays off yeah. the list. But Pete Carroll said on the radio show that he will play Sunday. So, your Doug Baldwin owners, you can put him back in your lineups if you like. Keenan Allen was kept out of practice twice this week, but he's returned again today. So, it looks like he's going to be fine to play for Sunday's game. Yeah, that's the big one for me, Keenan Allen. Yeah, yeah, you have him in the BFB League. Mm-hmm. That I am 0 3 in, Jesus Christ. 0 3, you got to get you off the schneid. <laughs> My team's doing good. They're just playing, yeah. you know, it's not doing like. like I've seen that. Like, you have you have a high point. I'm like, I'm like in top five in like, points. Yeah. I'm like in top five, top four points. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, it is what it is. Happens. All right. Uh,. New York Giants, I'll just say Giants because in the Giants, we are, we're out with Olivier Vernon. We're out with Eli Apple again. We're going to miss Cody Latimer this week. We're missing Jonathan Stewart and, of course, we're missing Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Biggest names there, though. It just hurts the defense a little bit. Uh, Cody Latimer is kind of messed up that we miss him and Evan Ingram. Uh, Bruce Ellington put on the IR, leaving the game against the Giants last week and another loss to their offense that's starting off very slow, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Doyle misses another week and could possibly miss this Thursday night's game against the Patriots. Leonard Fournette seems to once again be causing headaches early on for his owners. Now, he was in full participation today at practice Friday, but he's still listed as a game-time decision. His running mate, though, TJ Yeldon, who had a questionable mark on him earlier, has that tag on. Full participation, all go, if just in case Leonard Fournette doesn't go. This is a weird one. Jay Ajayi says he has a fracture in his back. That's his back problem. He has a fracture. He has a fracture. That reminds me of that Mike Tyson skit. Remember? No. I broke my back. You know, you don't remember that one? No. Whenever I hear like I broke my back, I think of the I think of Friday. <laughs> no. Go watch that Mike Tyson. Ah, my shit. back, my neck, and my back. <laughs> I want four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, what's his name? Chris Tucker. No, 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 no. That was the 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 the, the crackhead in there. Oh, the comedian is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember his name either. Not, it's not. It's not. It's, it's something like Ezekiel, but I know it's not. It's something long like, like mm-hmm. that. But it's not Ezekiel. But it's something like that. Anyways, 
whatever. I'm sure somebody will tell you, yo, idiots, with this with the name, dummies. And it's really drawn. But I'm good with movies too, and I'm drawing a blank here. Somebody's going to be yelling at that phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. I'll, I'll get text from somebody later about that. Uh, but JGI has a fraction is back, but it sounds like it's less serious. It, it, it looks like it's less serious than what it sounds. It mm. looks like for him going forward, it'd be more of a pain tolerance kind of thing because they're saying that he's good to play. And he said he's going to play. The coach said he's going to play. So he's going to play. I think it's just depending on game times, which this is the kind of worst kind of injuries you could have. Because at least if he's out, all right, he's out. And I got to play. But if you play him and he plays like two snaps and yeah. then he's out again, it hurts you more than anything. Yeah, but that's kind of like an oxymoron. Like it's a back injury, but it's not. It's a, a fractured back, but it's not serious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. uh, and today, Matt Breida is officially listed as questionable. Matt and will, Breida. Matt Breida. I got to make the drop for that. Uh, he's officially listed as questionable and will be a game time decision for Sunday's game from hyper extending his knee last week. That is the setup so far for the who's hurt. Uh, you guys already know about Rex Burkhead. I don't really have to Rex mention Burkett, him yeah. on the IR. Uh, we'll talk a lot more about everything later. We're going to jump right into this because we have a lot to talk about today. First of all, once again, to remind you, if you have any questions whatsoever, for to hit us up on um, our social medias, hit us up on Twitter at podcast BFB. Hit us up on our Instagram at BFB Podcast. If you want one of us to specifically answer a question for you, for the most part, Charlie, we all you know. Well, we you, you and I know. We'll let the fans know. You're mostly in charge of our Twitter account. Yes, and because I would never put hashtag Cowboys Nation on there, and I'm mostly for the most part in charge of the Instagram account. I am also now uh, we I'm on um, the Fantasy uh, Life app. The Fantasy Light Bab, which is a great community, like a great chat room for everybody to get a part of, you know, be a part of. It's literally just, it's like you walk into a place where everybody plays fantasy football and you could ask them all the questions you want. I am there constantly, constantly answering a bunch of questions for everybody. And I want to shout out to the people that have been you know, giving us, uh, you know, like now been listening to us and following us and asking us questions. I want to shout out that FF nerd. He says, you know, um, he's talking about our show. Also, uh, 49er Lifer and there's just some people that mentioned, but like I'm there. All times now on the fantasy on the fantasy life app, we are Better Fantasy Bureau. Follow us there for any other questions that you yes. may have anytime. All right, so let's get right into it and start talking about the week setup for every game that's coming up for this Friday. As you know already, the Panthers and the Redskins are on a bye, and Charlie, you will start us off for this game as right ahead. Yeah, so we're gonna get right into Week Four: Texans at Colts. Colts are a minus one point favorite at home uh, with a forty-seven point over under. Uh, so a couple of things to look for in this game. Um, Andrew Luck, man. Andrew Luck does not look like himself, needless to say. Um, I mean, and if there was one telling factor, um, I don't know if you saw the end of last week's game, but right at the tail end of that game, they bought, uh, they brought in Jacoby Brissett to throw with a Hail Mary at the end of the game from the 50-yard line, which, I mean, that's that's alarming to me. And on top of that, they haven't been you know taking many shots down the field with Andrew Luck. So he just doesn't look right. So if I'm a Luck owner, I'm looking elsewhere this week, even though, I mean, it is a good matchup, but um, I can't start Luck with, with any sort of confidence. Now, T.Y. Hilton, um, you know, if you have him seasonal, obviously you start him. But as we spoke in the preseason, his, you know, success is directly correlated with Andrew Luck. I mean, he T.Y. Hilton's game is not the, you know, the, uh, the wide receiver that's going to take the short hitch route and take it to the house. He's more the down-the-field threat. So with uh, Luck not taking shots down the field, I think temper expectations on Hilton. But obviously in seasonal, you're starting him in daily. I would limit my exposure to him. Uh, Eric Ebron is also in consideration for daily um, and also a streaming option in seasonal. We all know that Doyle is out. So he's 3,600 on DraftKings. Uh, so he's dirt 
cheap on DraftKings, basically free, uh, must play in cash games on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's 5,500. He's still a good play, but if you're going to get your exposure to him, get it on DraftKings. Now, uh, Marlon Mack is scheduled to return in this game, and I want no part of that Colts backfield. I mean, it's been a mess with um, with Hines uh, and Wilkins, and I think Mack only clouds it even more. So on the Texan side of the ball, it's going to be all systems go for Deshaun Watson, uh, Hopkins, and Fuller. Um, I even don't mind a little bit of Lamar Miller and Daly. Um, now, the Colt defense has been better than expected, but I think that um, you know the sample size is still a little too small to see if they're legit. So get the Texans into your lineup. I think this is going to be a get-right spot for them, and, and I see them winning their first game of the year. So give me the Texans. Before I give you quick rebuttals on a lot of things that you just said, just real quick, though, mm-hmm. just to mention everybody. So once again, Charlie, to give you your just dues and your props, you once again won last week, the third week in a row. You have won last week. I'm not surprised. Nope, I'm not either so far. Um, especially, like I said, I'm the one that's you know just taking gambles with you. Mm-hmm. I'm the one like, oh, I'll just pick just to go against you, just going to make it interesting. You won't do that because... <sighs> I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna say anything bad. I don't, don't put emotion into it. Flex. It's not putting emotion. Don't put you don't emotion make it fun. It. You're boring. Uh, you picked seven games correct. I'm I winning. had six games correct. You are winning, but you're doing it in a boring way. I got the Colts this game, so you don't feel any confidence with Andrew Luck. I he just doesn't look right. Ha, have you actually sat and watched him play this year? Eli Manning had 23 points against the Texans. Yeah. So Eli Manning has 23 points against Texans, e- and Eli, you don't have confidence in e- starting Andrew ha- Luck. Ha- have you seen Eli Manning's? Weapons? I've, he's got Odell Beckham. He, he's it, got, it's, it's not so much your weapons. Eli Manning is still averaging 16.5 points a game. Andrew yeah. Lux are averaging 18.1 so far this year. But you're I, telling me against a Texas defense you don't feel confident starting I, I Andrew Luck? I wouldn't I wouldn't start him. You you wouldn't start him? Are you just saying that like now because, like oh, you know what, Flex, you make kind of a point here, or are you just saying it just to be stubborn? No, no, I just he doesn't look right to me. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm not – I wouldn't start him. I, I don't feel but comfortable it's a, But it's him. a situational thing. They've given up seven touchdowns through the air exactly. and only had one interception so I, far. Flex, I understand, but what I'm saying is that sometimes you got to look at the eye test. You know, you can't just rely on the numbers. I, I, I've, I, I've watched I, the I, game, I, and he doesn't look right. It, it, at the end of the day, to put it this way, as much as you want to look at the eye if test, at the end of the day, yeah. if your fantasy player mm-hmm. is giving you numbers, you play him. Because Melvin Gordon, for a long time, didn't look right on the field as a good as a good running back, but fantasy-wise, he was a great running back. Melvin Gordon fantasy doesn't play well. quarterback, though. But this is this is my argument against you about going against you talk you're saying like oh we gotta go the eye test we gotta go the eye mm-hmm. test Melvin Gordon eye test was terrible fantasy wise fantastic you understand what I'm saying right but if if his whole game is is predicated on taking shots down the field it's and not he's his not, whole game he's predicated. not doing that he's still averaging 18 point points a game go ahead and start him uh, me, I, I just think opinion, it, I just think it's so weird that Eli Manning has scored 23 points and you're saying you're not confident starting Andrew Eli, Luck against the same Eli team. Eli Manning has weapons all over the place. I, I, Andrew I, Luck doesn't have that luxury. I understand if you're saying that if you like other people more than Luck, but to say you're not confident playing him to sit him, mm-hmm. that's crazy. You understand I, what I'm I saying? To you, it's I don't think it's. Crazy. I think most people say it's crazy. We're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the podcast Instagram after that. I wouldn't start Luck this week, but you could go right ahead. Bills anyway, versus Packers. Well, what went on next? You didn't, you didn't make a prediction. I know you. I already said Colts. You said the Colts. I said Colts. The first okay. thing I said. Yeah. Bills versus versus the Packers. Now um, we cannot easily give on the Bills so far after last week. You know, we, 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 everyone's you know like wants to you know like think that that was, that was just a fluke of a game. We can't quit on them so much. But once again, they're facing a really strong offense in the NFC. The Packers, they've been a little bit rocky lately. All right, we all know that. But Aaron Rodgers could easily get things going without a single problem. Um, now, a lot of people I've seen, especially in the fantasy light bad, they're talking about possibly trading Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Um, 
I guess it's fine if you have another strong QB that was way later in the draft. Like if you have like a Pat Mahomes or you have a Kirk Cousins that's way later that you took in the draft. But still, you, you can't give out Rodgers out. Buffalo has still allowed 707 passing yards so far with seven touchdowns and also only recorded one interception. Um, I don't think they're going to get the second interception of Buffalo's defense against Aaron Rodgers, and especially with his very playable trio of wideouts. He played them all. I'm not scared of the, you know that the Bills um was, was going to stop slow down this offense at all. You know, so like play them all, play play Allison, play Cobb. You know, play uh, Adams, you know, and of course, Aaron Jones is the best running back out of that backfield. I've always been, you know, talking about Aaron Jones real hype. Now, he's part of a three-headed monster, but Aaron Jones is going to be that guy. With his first rushing attempt uh, last week of this year, he turned it into a 10-yard run. He found a small gap, turned it into a 10-yard run. Then with the very next play, he turned that run into an 8-yard run. So he had two carries for 18 yards. You know, can you understand why I'm a little bit excited about this guy? Mm-hmm. In his short career, he is averaging 5.6 yards per, 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 per carry. Okay? That is the most of any running back since the start of last year with at least 85 rushing attempts. All right? that He's, he's really going to be – he should be the main guy. He's going to be the main guy because he is the best guy out of that backfield. Now, on the Bills side, I know you made me maybe ex- a little bit excited about Josh Allen – but still, the Packers did get 10 sacks in the first two games. So mm-hmm. they may pressure this rookie quarterback. And like I said, if you're a McCoy o- owner, just make sure you have Ivory on your bench. Okay. Yeah. Even if you're not a McCoy owner, and let's say like you're somebody like me, like in one league, that I have, you know, Christian McCaffrey and Adrian Peterson as my two main running backs, and they're both on a bye this week. If, you know, if, if Ivory's there and McCoy doesn't play and you want to play Ivory for one game, I, I can see you taking a chance. So that's fine. But besides that, I still don't love anybody to play really on the Bills side. I'm even worried about playing McCoy even if he starts. Yeah. It's not for nothing. So, I like that Packer defense this week. Um, I like it. Don't love it because, you know, it's, it's not like they're like that great of a yeah. defense either. They'll be extremely low owned in daily. So uh, if you want to kind of go against the grain a little bit in high dollar tournaments. I They give um, up a lot on the run. I, I hear you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, but, you know, they give up a lot on the run. They give up on a, an average of 4.7 yards per carry and give up three touchdowns on the run. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I'm still worried about uh, them as it is. I am taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers as well. Okay, moving on next. Moving on. uh, Buccaneers traveling to uh, Soldier Field to go against the Bears. Uh, Bears are a minus three home favorite with a 46.5 game total. Now, uh, last week, Ryan Fitzmagic um, came down a little bit, came down down to earth a little bit. Um, shook off some early interceptions, uh, but still finished with 411 yards and three touchdowns. Um, now he does get his toughest matchup to date going against that style Bears defense in Soldier Field, uh, led by Khalil Mack. Uh, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Now, uh, Mike Evans, obviously in seasonal, he's a start. Um, now if Bears cornerback, uh, Prince Mukamara, is out with a hamstring, I would bump up Evans a little bit. Not that Mukamara is anything to be scared of, but he has been playing well this year. Um, now, Chris Goodwin continues to be He tar- is out, by the way. He's, he's officially out? He's officially out. Okay, so give Evans a bump in daily. Um, he was already a good play. Now he um, he's an even better player. Now, uh, Chris Goodwin continues to be targeted at a high rate um, with 20 compared to Deshaun Jackson's 14. Now, Jackson has been getting all the attention because he's been hitting the big home run balls. Um, you know, he's been getting the long touchdowns, so that sticks out in everybody's mind. But Goodwin is actually the one that you want in this offense because he is being. God. What? Godwin. Godwin. Goodwin. Godwin. Whatever. Whoever is win. Um, anyway, that guy on the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number two receiver. Chris Godwin. <laughs> Chris Godwin. Um, <laughs> just saying. 20, all that other things. Chris Godwin. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just uh, busting your chops a little bit. <laughs> 
Chris Godwin, he's the one that you want. Um, now, on the other side of the ball, uh, Trubisky draws a good matchup against the Bucks D, who's been getting lit up like a Christmas tree the first three weeks in, of the year. But, I mean, can you actually have a lot of confidence in Mitch Trubisky? I sure don't. Mm. Um, now, Jordan Howard uh, in this spot, I, I like. As, as Matt Nagy promised, Howard was going to see an increase in workload, and um, he did have 26 touches last week, and his workload looked like it looks like it's trending up. Now, uh, Tariq Cohen, he's you know he showed a little bit of promise last week. He did have a nice 21 yard catch, um, but I can't get excited about rostering him in seasonal. I mean, at the very very least, he's a low 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 end flex play. But even at that, look for better options. If you're building 150 teams on DraftKings, sprinkle in a little bit of Cohen because he does have that b- that big play potential. So you want to have a little bit of exposure to him. Now, as far as the receivers go. Allen Robinson and uh, Taylor Gabriel do have great matchups here, um, especially with Anthony Miller being out. They should have, you know, an uptick in targets. But again, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, I, I, I can't feel confident with, with that guy throwing the ball. And um, so, I mean, look, if you have Robinson in seasonal, you're starting him. Gabriel could be a low-end flex play. Uh, and then on the tight end, Trey Burton's been such a disappointment so, such a disappointment so far this year. He was everybody's, you know, darling in the preseason. You were extremely high on him, um, and he hasn't panned out so far. Now, if there is a silver lining here, he's ran the fourth most routes out of any tight end in the league so far, so he could just be on the wrong end of variance. So I say for one more week, roll him out and um, take another chance. I mean, you've invested a seventh, eighth-round pick in him. You can't just, you know, bench him just yet. Um, so give it, give it another shot. Uh, but I do like the Buccaneers in this game. I got the Buccaneers as well in this game. And yeah, okay. I, I would say like roll out Trey Burton at least one more week. I mean, last, yeah, roll week, him out. last week he had his highest yardage of the year so far, 55 yards. Yeah. And, and like, he had four catches, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's to see to go up. I mean, um, you know, I mean, but the, the, the rushing game, I mean, I know the Bears defense against the rush has been fantastic. Right now, they're second in the league as the least fewest to give up against the rush, 196, only allowing 3.4 yards per carry that Bears defense. So Yeah. So moving on to the next game, you, uh, Dolphins at Patriots. Is this a get-right spot for the Patriots? I'm not sure about the, that one. The undefeated Dolphins, I should say. The undefeated Dolphins, yes. Now, this is a big divisional rivalry game for the Dolphins as they enter this one already having a win in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill, Tannenhill also has an injury tag on him because of a shoulder issue, but it does not seem to be a problem for this red-hot quarterback who, not for nothing, he's won 11 out of his last 12 games that he started for the Dolphins. Yeah. So... The Patriots, like Buffalo, has also given up seven passing touchdowns so far, mm-hmm. and they've given up more yardage than Buffalo has. Um, what's a sneaky guy to look at here? And shout out also to Will because he uh, hit us up and he asked us about this question, was about um, Albert Wilson. And he hit us up and asked us about our thoughts on Albert Wilson. He's definitely somebody sneaky to look at because yeah. he has two touchdowns. He's definitely worth a look more in daily games. Oh, for sure. I'm sure you have somebody else in seasonal long to play over him. Mm-hmm. But if you want to sneak him in as a daily sneaky play, that's that's cool to go with, you know, and watch him have like another good game and then pan out, especially for the price that he's probably worth. I didn't trick that up. But uh he's somebody to keep your eye on to see as he progresses because you know he has these two touchdowns already so far. And um from the ground, New England could be very, very friendly. They've given up the second most yards from the rush so far this year. All right. And they've only let one person in score t- I mean, um hold on, was this right, right? Oh, yeah, they've they only let one person in for one, one touchdown, though. That's like the flip side of the coin. Mm-hmm. But they've given out the most yards for rush. You would think that um, that Drake would be a great option here. 
but Drake owners they want more for him. You know what I mean? They want they they want more for him. Even though the Pats they have allowed nearly twenty five fantasy points per game mm-hmm. to opposing backfields. Yeah, that's a lot to give up to the running backs. Twenty five fantasy points per game. But he's like evenly splitting those rushes with Gore, and none of them seem to be very effective. If you want to play him in daily, uh, sure. I you know because of the way the Pats give up so many points on rushing, I'm just hoping that you have better options on him in the running game. Yeah, like if you had Aaron Jones, I like him better. Not for nothing. Uh, for the Pats, I know you're mad at Brady, but you still got to play him unless you have a better option. And I know that daily, in a daily play, there has to be better options. But you know, in season long, if you yeah. have him. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how that offense lo- how that offense looks with Gordon and it's gonna know. be yeah that's one thing but it's yet to be seen because you know like Gordon has been healthy to play in one game and he only had one catch or one touchdown right. that one game he's been healthy and he was off the bat always that main guy in that offense yeah but it is what it is now the big thing here that people are going nuts over is Sony Michelle. Everyone's yeah. going nuts about it. They found like they still think they like, found the next best thing with Rex on IR. They, mm-hmm. And everybody does that. When I mean, somebody, he, looked, he looked good. He, and, he, had and, a, he had a lot of touches last week. He didn't do much anything yeah. with it. You know what I mean? He really didn't. He didn't do much anything with it at all. Pump the brakes on Sony Michelle. I put mm-hmm. that out also on my page for the Fantasy Life app. Mm-hmm. I put it out there saying, listen, I get it. I'm not saying he's going to be a bust. I'm not saying he's going to do bad. I'm just saying that people are going nuts. Oh, my God, I got to trade for him. I got to trade for him. People are selling him high. Like, mm-hmm. he's, like, the next best thing just because now he's the main guy. Right. And Rex Burkhead's out. Like, just chill. Chill out for a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's still a rookie. Just, you know, wait and see. He's still a rookie. He still has injury problems. And and not for nothing, against this game, it's also kind of hard. The Dolphins are ranked 7th for giving up the fewest yards mm-hmm. to opposing backfields. You know, like, they've only given up 267 from the four games. That's it. Only 267 yards on the ground, all right? I kind of like the Dolphins' defense here. You play Gronk, you play great Brady, and not for nothing, you also play James White. Yeah. I'd be cautious about playing Sonny Michelle. I'm not saying don't play him, but mm-hmm. I'd be cautious about that. And I'd be cautious not even also about playing Josh Gordon. Just just wait. Because in daily, you can afford, like, you know, and I'm sure some people, in, especially the ones that play like a ton of different games in daily, mm-hmm. you could probably, just like you, Charlie, yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could find, like, maybe somebody, you know, you could throw them in there and, like, sacrifice yeah. one team, just take a shot at it. That's fine. Of course. But in season long, you take a shot at somebody, he doesn't give you the points. That hurts you tremendously. Of course. In those of course. So you don't you, have wh- that many opportunities. Whether it's a dynasty league or a redraft right. league. Yeah, you don't have those, ch- you know, you don't have those chances. You can't take that opportunity. So, I would wait. Now, like, you know, wait for it, but... The, I mean, that's just about it. You know who I think is in a smash spot this game? Who? Gronkowski. Okay. Dolphins struggle against the tight end. And if if Gordon's on the field, it's it's just going to open up that middle even more for Gronk. And he's in a smash spot. No, they definitely do struggle more against the tight end. On average, they get a 12.5 yards per catch. the Dolphins so far. So, I mean, I, I hear that. You know, you definitely play him. You definitely play you, – you should play Brady in season long. Yeah. And if you want to play somebody, play James White out of that backfield. I am – I didn't think I would say this ever. I'm going with the Dolphins. I'm going with, with the Patriots. Oh, thank you, Charlie. Yeah. Go against – And just this. one more thing on uh, Albert Wilson. His nope. pricing, um, it's just to kind of make your point. It was a I good know, point. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's five, uh, 5K on FanDuel and 3,700 on DK. So remember – DK is a full point PPR. Get your exposure on DK. Uh, Fanduel's a little bit more touchdown dependent. Yeah, so you know if it's if you put like a bunch of lineups, you want to play them sneakily. Sneakily, is that what I said it right? Sneakily, I I that is a word. You know I'm not that smart. Uh, all right, so I got Dolphins, you got Patriots. Moving on. Moving on to uh, the Lions traveling to my to Jerry World to my Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are a minus three point home favorite with a forty four point game total. Now. Dallas Cowboys come into this game one and two. 
Now, I don't like to to call any game a must-win game this early in the year, but the Cowboys don't want to go one and three. If they go one and three, it's it's setting up to be a long season. Now, this is a dream matchup for Zeke Elliott. The Lions defense has been getting torched on the ground all year. So, look, this is a dream spot for Zeke. Um, And if you're going to go down, go down with the ball in your best player's hands. So I see a heavy dose of Zeke Elliott in this game. Um, last week, you know, I he was my bold prediction, 150 yards and two touchdowns. Didn't quite get there. Uh, 127 yards and failed to get into the end zone. But um, I'm not going to make a bold prediction this game, but I, I think that Zeke's going to eat this game. Um, now, as far as anything else for the Cowboys, I'm not really seeing much. I mean, you're not starting Dak, Dak Prescott in seasonal. Um, you know, if you want to take a peek at Cole Beasley, he has been, you know, getting targeted. Um, and in daily, maybe, you know, you sprinkle in Tavon Austin. He's, he's scored two weeks in a row and they're going to make it a point to get him the ball. So that's about it. Not a lot of excitement on the Cowboys offense, sadly. Now on the line side of the ball, uh, Matthew Stafford seems to have shaken off that first game where he threw four picks. And, you know, posted two back-to-back top 14-point performances. Now, he is going up against the Dallas defense, which is playing better. But uh, Sean Lee looks like he's going to miss the game. And the splits with Sean Lee in or out have been drastic for the Dallas Cowboys. When he's out of that, out of the lineup, the defense looks a lot different. Now, they did draft uh, Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, the the tackling Dutchman, so he did play well in in relief of Lee. The first that was their week. first rounder, right? First rounder, yeah. Another guy with a weird name. With a, yeah, that last week we uh, last year we got a taco. This year we got a, a, ta- a taco. Taco, Dak, Zeke, Zeke, yeah. Layden. the Cowboys, man. That's what they're known for. Um, so Emmett, how many other Emmets do you know? Twelve. All right. Twelve. You know, <laughs> Go you know, Twelve Emmets. <laughs> we didn't. We need to get you more hobbies. Um, all right, so the Dallas Cowboys, let's see how they're going to look without uh, Lee in the, uh, in, in the lineup there. Now, last week, the um, Tyler Lockett torched um, the, Cow- the Cowboys' defense out of the slot. And I think Golden, uh, Golden Tate, I was going to say Golden State, I'm in ba- basketball mode already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden Tate is, looks to be poised for a big game here. Now, um, you know, him working out of, out of the slot, he's going to get a ton of targets. Um, and Marvin Jones continues to dominate the red zone touches. So I don't mind starting um, Tate in seasonal, obviously. Jones could be a, a high-end flex play, and Kenny Galladay is getting better every single week. So um, I don't mind him as a flex play as well. Now, Kerryon Johnson did top 100 yards last week. Finally, we got that 100-yard game out of him, but I would temper expectations because the Dallas run D has been a little stingy this week. So... Uh, I think this is going to be a good game, but I see my Dallas Cowboys coming out on top. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. Going out on the limb there. Oh, man. You know what? To credit yourself also to the point that you made earlier about Zeke Elliott, this has got to be a great game for Zeke. He's got to blow up. He's got to be like the yeah. number one guy this week, I think. Not for nothing because – Detroit has given up the most yards on the ground over any other team a, in the it's league. It's a smash spot for him. He's they've given up 448 yards so far on the ground. And it's not like they face like some stacked rushing. Now they went against like the Gurleys, you know what I mean, or the James right. Connors who's been doing well, whatever. They went against the Jets, San Francisco, and New England's backfield. So it's not yeah, like they've been going um, up superior but, ones. They, right. they haven't met the running back with the likes of Zeke yet. So Yeah, but the thing is this. Is like Zeke hasn't gotten the ball more than 17 times so far this year. No, so I know. I get Jason it. Jason Garrett, if you're listening, give Zeke the ball 25 times this week. You got, you'll got, you win. You'll save your job. And then say thank you. We're not going to get into the save your job conversation <laughs> with him. But All right. I got the Lions. I got the Lions in this one. 
I think their offense is going to overpower. Moving on to the Bengals and Falcons. This is my game of the week to watch. Yes. And this is going to be the game that I'm paying the most attention to because the Giants this week play a 4 o'clock game, 420 mm-hmm. or 4 o'clock, whatever one of those. This game got shootout written all over this, it. This, absolutely. This is my game to watch. I'll talk about this one quickly. There's a lot of offense here. Both are very good offenses and both are very bad defenses. The Falcons have only given up an extra 18 yards more than the Bengals through the air. That's it. Both are ranked outside the top 20 for receiving yards, and don't think too much about it. Devonta Freeman, I already told you, is out. You play all other Falcons. You play Jones. You play Coleman. You play Ryan. You ride the hot hand. Remember, it's just like a game blackjack with, with the tables. You're ne- if you're on a heater, you never leave the table when you're yeah. on a heater, right? Matt, Matt Ryan's white Matt, right now. he's on a heater. Yes, you ride the hot hand. Ridley, you ride the hot hand. If you want to play Hooper, go ahead and play Hooper. I think this is a shootout or game play even Dalton like if you're somebody whose quarterback is like Cam Newton and he's on a bye this week yeah play Dalton yeah we spoke we spoke about that on Tuesday yeah yeah, yeah. uh he'll sure I mean um he's gonna sure to put up the big gun big numbers as a Falcons will uh also you know um they're, they're also giving up a lot of all these passing yards uh a sneaky plays here are Boyd and, F- and Eifert Tyler Eifert and Tyler Boyd both Tyler's right if if AJ Green's groin injury starts acting up again and then keeps him out because last week he they kept him out of the game even though he wasn't like ruled out it just kept him out if his groin injury acts up again and keeps him out it says going to be fine he's going to play but boy's going to become the number one target on that on that field along with Tyler Eifert who so far for the moment looks healthy we'll see if that health continues and if it does we all know Eifert could definitely put up numbers you know for the little time that he's actually staying on the field so if he stays on the field in the full strength he'll put up fantasy numbers if that remains to be the case. Boyd's been red hot the past two games. And um, and like I said with Boyd, just like Ryan and Ridley, you ride the hot hand. You mm-hmm. never leave the table when you're on a heater. Never, okay? Also, not for nothing, I like Julio Jones to get his first touchdown this game. That's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's got to come eventually. Why not come this game? I like the Falcons. I like the Falcons as well. All right, Falcons for you too, Charlie. All right. Next. So moving on, we got the uh, Jets traveling to Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville is a seven and a half point home favorite with an over under of just 38.5 points. So not going to be a lot of uh, fantasy scoring in this game. Now, nope. Sam Darnold uh, goes up against that Jacksonville defense. Uh, do, I, do I need to tell you who I like in this matchup? <laughs> yes, you do. Screw that. Give give me the Jaguars defense. If you have the Jaguars defense, obviously you're starting him. They're one of my favorite plays in daily as well. Now, again, Darnold, the, the, again, you've heard me. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that I'm a fan. I think the kid's talented. Um, but he is going to make his mistakes that are going to be growing pains. Now, in this matchup, um, you know, if you want to, you know, have some exposure to the Jets, um, I don't mind Bilal Powell because I think game script's going to allow him to catch a lot of balls, um, more so than, than Crowell. Um, now, the interesting target here is uh, Anua working out of the slot because he looks like he's going to avoid that, um, you know, the Jalen Ramsey shadow. So I don't mind Anua as well. Now, on the Jaguar side of the ball, um, Fournette, I mean, look, if you have him in seasonal, I guess you are starting him, right? He's your first round pick, but he has that bulky hamstring, and that looks like that's something that's going to be lingering 
all year round. Um, I wanted no part of Fournette in the preseason, and this is exactly why, because the guy's had a history injury since college. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, look, if if he's in, I, I guess you do play him. I wouldn't play him with confidence, though. Um, and in daily, I want no part of him. In the passing game, um, there's really not much I'm seeing on the Jaguar side of the ball. I mean, I guess you could take a flyer on on Keelan Cole. He has been dominating the targets. Um, and that's about it. Now, the other interesting target here may be, uh, you know, revenge game for Austin Safarian Jenkins. Wouldn't mm-hmm. mind, you know, starting him in, in seasonal. And I'll definitely have a little bit of exposure to him in daily as well. Um, all around, I don't see a ton of fantasy goodness coming out of this game. It's projected to be low scoring. Uh, but my favorite play is the uh, the Jaguars defense. So uh, give me the Jaguars in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Jaguars defense, I think. And not for nothing, honestly, if you wanted to, say more in daily, if you want to take a, a fly, I got the Jaguars too to win this game, but if you want to take a fly on the Jets defense, they haven't been all that bad, not for nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, it's not like the Jags have been fantastic. Like I said, Fournette's a game time decision. So if you want to take a flyer yeah. on that as well, be my guest. Go ahead. All right, moving on on now. So uh, to yeah, the so 49ers you, and the. No, ch- you have the Eagles and Titans. I do have the Eagles and Titans? Yes. Yeah, where did I put? Oh, there they are. Okay. Oh, I see where they are. Okay, gotcha. All right, Eagles and Titans. Now, this is an interesting game to say the least because the Titans last week went from, they won against one of the best, if not the best, which you were just talking about, the Jaguars defense. They went against it. The Eagles defense is still a good play here, even though after one week they haven't done that well. But this is the most offense-friendly matchup they've seen they go against. I mean, granted, they went against the Falcons week one. The Falcons did terrible week one. Then they went against the Bucks and the Colts, which are two pretty strong offenses. So, this is a, you know, a, a friendly match for the Eagles defense. And, um, Wentz, he looked fine physically out there. He didn't put up a ton of fantasy points last week, but he at least he looked good. You know, he still got the rust to shake off there and get back into his rhythm and find his rhythm once again. But it's not like the Titans tight, defense is nothing to sneeze at. They are one of the top 10 of stingiest defenses against the pass. And they've given up four touchdowns only and had three interceptions so far. So it's not like a must start without a doubt. Don't, you know, set it, forget it kind of thing for Wentz. But I started them this week over Kirk Cousins like a tarant It wasn't that smart of me, and it's kind of upsetting me. Anyways, uh, Jeffrey could make his debut this week. Uh, he didn't partake in practice because he was sick, but he has been cleared physically to play. And I told you already about Ajay, about his back, but he's going to play, and Sproles is going to play again. So maybe now that all like the core pieces of the Philadelphia Eagles um, offense is coming together, it could improve, you know, like the, the whole offense in general and Carson Wentz's plays in general. Uh, so that's something to keep your eye on. And one person definitely keep your eye on this game. I'm not saying play him. Do not play him. If you want to take a risk and play him in a daily game, go ahead and do that. But Dallas, go dare. Do not. I would not play him in a, in a, in a season long game. You know, if you want to be a gambler, do that. But it's just to see what he does when now with Wentz under center. Because now that Wentz came back, he did great last week, and we'll see if that's a trend that continues to go up, especially in the tight end position where there's so few players to choose from. On the tight end side, there's no more Rashad Matthews. He moves on, but there isn't really much to look here, to be honest. You know, so far over the past three weeks, the Eagles have been number one overall, allowing the least amount of yards, giving up only 3.4 yards per attempt and only 185 yards. But hearing those numbers, you got to be careful, though. You got to understand when you look at those yards. First of all, they haven't faced a running back like Deion Lewis at all. The first game I told you is the Falcons are really bad. Then they saw Payne and Barber and then Marlon Mack. So it's not like they face a tough backfield anyways, as it is. You know what I mean? And they've only faced 54 rushing attempts. So it's not like they've been like hit really heavy on the ground as it is. Besides Deion Lewis, honestly, I don't love nor do I really recommend any other Titan player in this matchup. I don't recommend Mariota, Corey Davis, nobody. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, I got the Eagles. 
All right, I got the Eagles as well. Moving on. All right, so moving on to the Baker Mayfield-led Browns traveling to the black hole of playing the Oakland Raiders. Now, uh, the Raiders are a minus two-and-a-half point favorite with a 45-point total. Um, So the Baker Mayfield era is officially here. So, um, I mean, I don't think you're starting him in seasonal, but (laughs) I'd be tempted to. Some people are, man. He's owned in over 45% of leagues already. Yeah. So, um, and I I tell you what, I love him in daily. Now, um, in this matchup, obviously, you're going to start Jarvis Juice Landry, uh, Callaway, get him into your lineups. But my favorite play on the Brown side of the ball is uh, Njoku. Uh, yeah, the like Raiders struggle against the uh, the tight end, and Baker Mayfield seems like he does look for Njoku a lot a ton. Remember, um, he did catch two tight ends. I'm sorry, two touchdowns against the Giants in that preseason game. So get Njoku into your lineup. I'm going to go on a limb and say that he definitely gets into the end zone. Um, and I actually like the other the tight end on the other side, but I'll get to him in a minute. Um, Carlos Hyde also get him into your lineup. He's he looks like he's uh he looks rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, played well last week, and um, he's in a in a good spot i mean the raider defense is sort of middle of the pack against the run but um obviously if you have a uh, hide in seasonal you're starting him now on the raider side of the ball um you know last week was a comeback spot for jordy nelson now was that legit was it real do you start him again i mean Derek carr seems like he he is looking for him but um i i, w- I wouldn't start him with confidence i think that was a little bit more fluky let's see what happens amari cooper obviously you're getting him into your lineups um the raider Rush running game. I kind of don't want any part of it. I mean, Marshawn Lynch owners. I know that you're big in him, big on him. I'm not. Um, he hasn't really shown much this year. Um, I I know that you you just made that face, but um, uh, he ha- he hasn't been impressive to me. Um, He's averaging do- fourteen point game points per game. Yeah, but it's that's uh, not good for your RB two. Fourteen point seven points per game. Let's see if he could do it the rest of the year. I'm just saying, though. Yeah. But you said he's not been doing much lately. Yeah, he's how, averaging fourteen point seven. How is he scoring? He hasn't had a hundred yard game yet. He's you know? averaging fourteen point seven points I, per game. I, I he's doing good. That you don't need to talk like that. I get it. But he but does he good fantasy wise. To then. me, he's just on the right side of variance. I see those numbers coming down. Um, my my favorite play on the Raiders side of the ball is Jerry Cook. So I like both tight ends in this game. I'm going to go out on the limb and say that both of these tight ends get into the end zone this week. Um, but ultimately, as much as I want to take the Browns in this game, uh, I like the Raiders. I Good. think it's we, a we, I, it's a tough uh, task asking Mayfield to go in there and beat the Raiders. I wrote I wrote down Browns for you. They're going to take them, and I don't I don't I don't I disagree also with your Jerry Cook statement. Jerry Cook uh, because the Browns are are allowing the fourth fewest fantasy points per game to tight ends. So I disagree with your Jared Cook thing there. I think this is a better game for Amari Cooper uh, more than anything else. All right. We shall see. So we shall see now with the Seahawks and the Cardinals. All right. So uh, moving along here because we don't have that much time left and we have some other things we want to get to. But moving on with the Seahawks and the Cardinals, I love Chris Carson here. I am big on Chris Carson here. I really hope I'm not wrong because I've been telling everybody on the Fantasy Life app that Chris Carson is a play here, a must play, especially, like I said, with running backs like Christian McCaffrey and Adrian Peterson on buys. Now, uh, so far, the Cardinals have the most rushing attempts going against them. All right, and for good reason. Running RB ones that run against the Cardinals are averaging twenty three point six fantasy points per game so far. Those are for the running back ones on the teams going against them. Twenty three point six fantasy points per game. Pete Carroll sees Carson as the best runner of the game. He gave him all the work last week. He gave him thirty two attempts last week. 
Bashad Penny, who I said was a waste of a first pick, he's only got five carries for three yards. Play Carson Wentz if you're thinking about playing him against other people. Play him. That's a good spot for him right now going against the cards. Uh, welcome back, Doug Baldwin. He's a favorite to Russell Wilson. Like every other player I mentioned before, though, if you have another wide receiver like you've been you've been having so far this year to play, you know, I wouldn't mind benching Doug Baldwin this game for the main purpose. Like I said, you want to play him in daily? Go ahead. In season long. If you play him and he doesn't play 100% of snaps or he's not up to game speed and he doesn't do that well, you're going to kick yourself for it. But if you bench him and he does well, you're going to be like, okay, but for good reason I didn't play him. Now next week I could put him in with confidence instead of putting him in this week and then biting your nails. You know what I mean? Uh, this leaves a sneaky play here because he's going to kind of take it over that Jimmy Grant kind of role the way he gets lots of touchdowns and low yardage. Now, Last week was the first time he had a game where he didn't have a touchdown. I think he's going to get a touchdown again this week. Rosen could very definitely revamp this Cardinals offense. He really could. I mean, he really can't do much worse. I hope he doesn't do much worse than Bradford. I think you could do better than what Bradford did, Charlie. Um, throw a pretty good football. Um, that's what you're saying. we got to see that. Uh, now, one thing is another sneaky play here, though. At the end of the day, he is a rookie Rosen. He is a rookie Rosen. And the thing is is that uh, I like the Seahawks defense here enough for nothing to play. I'm playing them in another league because they've had at least two touchdowns in every game so far, quietly. So I think they're a good play here. Um, and, and it's hard to sit DJ. I get it. But don't do that this game. Not for nothing. The Seahawks have been friendly against the one, being the fourth worst, allowing 398 yards on the ground. Yeah. They have not yet give up a rushing touchdown yet. Not even to Ezekiel Elliott last mm-hmm. week, but he's still, just, DJ's just not getting the opportunities because you know? the game script. Unfortunately, is keeping him out because no, the game script. He's, you know, he should be involved in the passing game. Yeah, but this, well, now with now with Rosen, I think speaking about not involved in the passing game, Fitz hasn't been involved in the passing game either. He should be more. I think he will more this week. I think Rosen's going to use him as like a safety net to boost up his stats to make him look better. But uh, besides really Fitz and DJ, I really don't love anybody else to play. But I always do like. Ricky Seals Jones. He's just somebody that's steadily involved in the offense, steadily mm-hmm. going to run a bunch of snaps. And it's just, if you know, he's not a top 10 play, but if you want somebody to at least not give you a donut in that position, I like him there. So I would take uh, the Seahawks in this game. Yeah, I like the Seahawks as well. I don't feel good about it, but I'll, I'll take the yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, same thing. I don't feel great about it, but yeah. yeah. Go on. All right, moving on. So the uh, the Saints traveling to MetLife against your New York Giants. Uh, Saints are traveling uh, road three and a half favorites. Uh, with a 52-point total for this game. So this game also has a sneaky shootout written all over it. Not sneaky. I mean, a 52-point total that Vegas is expecting a shootout here. Yep. So I stand corrected. Now, on the same side of the ball, the usual suspects, Drew Brees, uh, get him into your lineups in seasonal. He's actually going to be one of my favorite quarterbacks to play in daily. So I'm going to have a ton of exposure to Drew Brees. Um, Michael Thomas, the guy's been a monster so far this year. Um, you know, 40 catches so far. I'm sorry, 38 catches on 40 targets. I mean, the guys are in, on a record-setting pace. Uh, we spoke about it earlier in this week. Um, Alvin Kamara, this is the last game, you know, before Ingram comes back. So, you know, I, I think that he's going to see, you know, heavy, heavy usage in both the running and passing game. So get him into your lineup as well. Now, on the Giants side of the ball, I think this is a good spot for the Giants as well because that New Orleans defense looks terrible. So I wouldn't mind having, I, I, I'm, this is going to sound crazy, but. I don't mind having a little bit of Eli Manning in daily this week, and he's not a bad streaming option this week in seasonal. If if you do have him, um, or I mean, if you you know if you need to you know. 
pick him up to uh, to stream him this week. Now, OBJ, obviously, you don't need me to tell you to get him into your lineups. Um, but the play here is Sterling Shepard. The Saints have struggled against the number two receiver, and Shepard looked great last week. Um, I think that, you know, in daily, he's a great play, but he's going to be super, super popular. There's actually another wide receiver that I like around that same price point, uh, Tyler Boyd from the Bengals, I think that he's a good pivot off of um, Shepard. But Shepard is is prime, you know, to have a good game here. And Saquon Barkley, what can you say about the kid? Um, you know, three games into his career, the guys look phenomenal in both the running and passing game. So get him into your lineup as well. Um, I think this is going to be a really entertaining game. I'm actually looking forward to watching this. And um, I think the Saints pull it out on the road. Yeah, I don't say. Yeah, I, don't, I already wrote that down for you. I got the Giants going on in this one. Another right. thing to credit your Sterling Shepard thing, Patrick Robinson, the cornerback the, the, that would probably more likely guard Sterling Shepard, yeah, is out. out. Yeah, well, more likely going to be out, I think. He did not participate in practice. I'm pretty sure he's going to be out. It's not official yet. Um, I got a quick question for you, though, real quick. Who has more receiving and rushing yards, Saquon Barkley or Alvin Kamara? Receiving and rushing yards, who has more? All right, the way you asked it, I'm going to say Saquon Barkley. Really? Yeah. I, I was, it was tough for me to decide. Oh, there's, they do a contest thing on the fancy light app. It was very tough for me to decide. Mm-hmm. I really decided Alva Kamara. I say the Giants win. I picked the Giants to win. I just said Kamara to have more receiving and rushing yards. Combined, I just, I just think that Saquon's going to get more opportunities. I could a hundred percent be wrong. I could a hundred. It was very, very. It was a very tough question that I when I heard that. All right. So, so basically, who who gets more combined yardage? Combined, receiving and rushing, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I will go with Barkley in that. Yeah, because Barkley would probably get more, more on the ground. Yards, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, it's going to be close on the list. All right, moving on. We only got a uh, few more games to cover. Uh, 49ers and Chargers, really not much to say here as uh, C.J. Beathard takes over the field. Unfortunately, that hurts the values of Goodwin and Kittle. Uh, as we said, Morris is, I mean, Brita is going to be a game time decision. Even if he wasn't, that backfield is split kind of evenly. If Brita does not play, you could play Morris if you like. The only thing that um, Bethard does well with is that he loves throwing to his running backs. That's the only thing I think value goes a little bit more up is Morris in the passing game. That's if Breida doesn't play. If Breida does play, so both get like a little bit of an uptick because of that. There was a reason that Carlos Hyde was a top 10 pass catching back last year. He was tied for fifth for most targets last year with Shady, and that's because of CJ um, CJ Beathard. Uh, so I like I, I like Morris as like a sneaky play here, especially if Rita does not play. You got to see about that. You can't really – you may bench Goodwin. You, it's hard to. His talent is still there. Yeah. Kittle, I really don't see you benching him because, like I said, there's it's so, so little people to pick from from the tight end. So I don't really see you benching Kittle. Uh, it's going to be a nail-biter if you play either one of them. In the Chargers, you don't think about any of this. You play them all. There's so many weapons to choose from. Play Rivers. Play Allen. Play Gordon. Play Williams. Play Eckert. I think Gordon is the is the play here. Um, he's Gordon, in, I think we'll put up the best biggest numbers there. Yeah, Absolutely, he's in smash spot. And Williams, I like too. He's also been on fire lately. Yeah. You put them all up. They're all and they all they've all been putting up numbers. If you decide about any of them, if you come on all seven teams, they've all literally been putting up numbers. So mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, fantasy is about who puts up the numbers. I have the Chargers here. I got the Chargers as well. Moving on. All right, moving on to the uh, Ravens traveling to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is a minus three home favorite uh, with a fifty point. Uh, over under so Vegas does think that there's going to be quite a bit of scoring in this game obviously two defensives that have struggled so kind of does make sense on the uh, Raven side of the ball I mean Joe Flacco no thank you Um, as far as the pass catchers go John Brown he's dominating all the targets get him into your lineup Um, I actually like him in daily as well I think he's got a plus matchup Um, Alex Collins 
I, I guess you are starting him in seasonal. I mean, I don't, I don't feel great about it, but I mean, I love Alex Collins, man. I, I don't. I, I mean, you know, for what you invested in him, um, I'm, I'm not a fan. But I mean, obviously, if you, you took him, it's, I mean, it's the fourth game. You are going to start him on the steal the side of the ball. Uh, big Ben, I don't mind him as a streaming option this week. And Antonio Brown is is poised to have a big game here. Uh, gets a good matchup. And Juju Smith-Schuster, been getting a ton of targets. So get him into your lineup as well. James Conner, um, you know, he started off on fire. I mean, he's still been okay. I mean, obviously, you are going to start him as long as Lev Bell is not in the lineup. In daily, I, I think I'm going to minimize my exposure to him because I just think that, um, you know, he's he was on the right side of variance to start the year, and he's coming down, you know, a little bit down to earth now. So uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Steelers pull it out. I uh, got the Steelers in this one as well, and I have nothing to argue with you. Fantasy-wise, I understand why you're upset with Ellis Collins. I get it. Mm-hmm. I like him because of the eye test. Okay. Because of what I see. He is their best back. Right. But fantasy-wise, I understand why it's frustrating. Because me as Alex Collins' is frustrating because of that. Mm-hmm. I am frustrated with him because of the fantasy production he points up for me. But on the field, football, he's their best running back. Right. So, that, so that's, you, that's you why see, I love him. You see something in him that, that I, warrants I see starting it's, him. It's gonna, it, I warrant you, yeah, and I see it's going to grow. There's going to be a point yeah. in time in the future where he's going to give him the reins to be that main guy. So Yeah. I mean, again, in seasonal, you, you play him. You invested too high of a pick not to play him. Right. Uh, and daily, he's a stay away from me. Uh, I got the Steelers as well for the home team. Kind of a coin flip for me almost, but I got because of the home team. Uh, last game, the Monday night game. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. The Chiefs and the Broncos. The Broncos, they are top four at starting the run, but they are outside the top 20. Stopping the run. Stopping the run. Starting. Excuse me, I said it wrong. You're right. Thank you. For stopping the run. They are top four, but they are t- outside the top 20 for stopping the pass. I should not tell you that you play Pat Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. I should not tell you that. Don't ask me if I should play Pat Mahomes. Oh, yes. Should I play Pat Mahomes over? Yes. I don't care. Get 15 into your lineup. I don't care who else you have. If you have somebody else, you play Pat Mahomes, okay? You play Tariq Hill. You play Watkins. You play Kelsey. If you do not want to play Kareem Hunt, I am okay with that. I understand why. He's not involved in that passing game. He has not been productive. Scored two touchdowns last week. But, and he still didn't put up the fantasy points. No. I get it. Like I said, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you could be all productive you want, you got to give yeah. your team the fantasy points. And he has not done that, not for the pick that you invested him. In. I don't think you will sit yeah, him. Yeah, in, in you seasonal, people are not going to sit him. But if you wanted to take a gamble and sit him for, like, let's say, like an Aaron Jones, be my guest. You would, I, you I'm not saying I would. I if, for Jones. if 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 I was put a decision, I probably would. But then again, I'd be in a position where I would draft him to hunt to like Hunt enough. I didn't like Hunt, right. and I'm being very right about why I didn't like Hunt so far. Now maybe he proves me wrong, but so far he's been proving me nothing but right about do not drafting him. Uh, on the Broncos side, this finishes off, and then we'll wrap this up soon. On the Broncos side, uh, the only one I am truly confident with is Emmanuel Sanders. That guy has been. Averaging 19.8 fantasy points per game. And the Broncos are giving up 287.7 yards per game to receivers. Uh, the back. The, the Chiefs are. No. Wait. Yeah, the Chiefs are. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. The Chiefs are. Okay. And, uh, the, and, and Sanders is averaging 19.8 fantasy points per game. Uh, from the Broncos backfield, it's just too much of, I get it, Lindsay, the number one, like, oh, wave of wire, hot topic pick. I get it, and people rush for it, but you know, he's, it's, it's just so much of a committee. Like, that's yeah. the definition of a committee there. Even when Lindsay left the game, and he, when he left the game last week, um, when they got ejected from it, he had 16% of the snaps when he left. And then after that, 
uh, Devontae Booker, Royce Freeman, where Booker had 30% of the snaps and Freeman had 43% of the snaps. So that, I mean, I guess Lindsey's the best play there, but doesn't mean he's going to put up the numbers fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. All right, about to close out the show real quick. So let me just ask you real quick, just to fire it off, just a couple of questions of over-under predictions. I want you, Charlie, to tell me if yes. you think that these fantasy players are going to be over or under their projected points. And, and this is uh, remember, full point PPR. As we always do, full point 12 okay. PPR. Then we're going to wrap this Let's, up. Wait, who do you co- like in the game? Uh, this one? Oh, yeah, they gave you my full prediction. I like the Chiefs, duh. You like the Chiefs? Duh. Oh, come on, Charlie. Don't waste time. I'm going to take the Broncos in my high. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Charlie. Thank you. It's interesting now. Okay, I like even more now. All right, Charlie. Um, Let's see here. So uh, just real quick, do you think that these players are going to do over or under their projected points? Sony, right. The hot, red hot topic of Sony Michelle projected to have 13.3 points. Over or under? I'm going to go under. Under? Yes. <sighs> So am I, actually. I'm going to go under with that one. Well, Carson Wentz, who I said was good physically well. He only had 11 points last week. 19.7 points projected. Over, under. Um, just because of game script, I'm going to go under as well. I as well am going to go under. But I still think he's going to do fine enough. But I am well going to go under, unfortunately, because Kirk Cousins on my bench in that team scored me 31 points. So that was 40 points are on your bench. Your boy, Kelly Galladay, um, projected to have 12.6 points. Against my Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go under. Of course you are. I'm no, going... just because because the game script. I, just, I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a slow paced game. Sure, I'm going over. I'm right. going over on that one. Then Kelly Allen scores over twelve point six points. Here's a good good one to ask you, Buck Allen. Ten point three fantasy points per game. He is projected. Ten point three. Um, I'm going to go under as well. I'm actually going to go over, not for nothing. Not for nothing. He's been averaging the past three weeks fifteen point one fantasy points per game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over. Red hot Tyler Boyd, 11.4 fantasy points per game. He is projected over or under? Over. Absolutely. I think over, over for that. I think it's too low for him. He's had over 20 the past two games and over yeah. for the past three games, 17.2. He's 17. got a great 2. matchup. That, that game's got shootout written all over it. Carry on Johnson, 8.8 fantasy points. points. He is projected over or under? Um, I'm going to go under. Under eight points? Yeah. Really? Because he's, you know... He's not going to score a touchdown, and you're not being a homer because of that. No, I just don't. I'm sure. Like they're only projected to score twenty points. I'm sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going I'm go over. Under. Even if it's ten, I win. Do you think he rushes for hundred yards again? I'm maybe, not so much rushing. He's, he's he's still getting pass catches too. I know Theo Riddick's the guy for that, mm-hmm. but he's still getting the ball thrown to him. I, I say over. I don't see it. I say under. Philip Lindsay and against the Chiefs defense, eleven point two fantasy points per game. Over or under? Over. I go under. Over because I think game scripts high scoring game. He's going to be involved in the passing game. No, I don't think so. I think under. I don't. I don't think so. There's going to be too much of a committee, and I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to win. Is going to kill. That's about it. And last one, Calvin Ridley over or under? What's the point total? Oh, sorry. Yes, my bad. I'm sorry. Eleven point five. Over. Over a hundred million percent. You have an outro music set up. All right. So if oh, you want to play bold, bold bold prediction, predictions, I was going to do that during the music. All right. Well, you All right, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Give me your bold prediction, Charlie. All right, my. Uh... My bold prediction is uh, Njoku from the Cleveland Browns gets into the box twice. Two touchdowns. Sounded dirty. All right. <laughs> Only yeah, your mind goes in flex. All right, your bold prediction. I got two bold predictions to give you. I got two bold predictions to give you. Why do you I, get two? Eh, because I want to. Eight touchdowns in the game between the Bengals and the Falcons. Eight. Okay. I see eight okay. touchdowns in that game between the Bengals and the Falcons, and I see for this one. I thought you were about to say Saquon Barkley scores eight touchdowns. No, 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 no. Deshaun Watson throws for over 400 yards, and rookie wide receiver Kiki Kuti, whatever I say his name. I don't know how you say it, but, like that, but Kiki Kuti was playing his first game this week. He gets his first touchdown. That rookie Kiki from Deshaun Watson gets a touchdown. 
Do like not a say bad it. Drake remix. Do song. not say it. All right. <laughs> Anyways, once again, party people, if you want to follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast BFB, and remember on the Fantasy Life app, Better Fantasy Bureau. Hit us up any single time. If you have any single one of your questions for us to answer, for us to help you out with. We had a great show. We're going to come back next week with a bonus show. We're saying two shows per week and a bonus show we're doing for you next week. Charlie, you want to say goodbye to the party people? Bureau, enjoy week four. Peace. Peace, party people. <laughs>